What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Hey Roberta Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Sherry's Berries, John. Just go to berries.com. That's B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. Go to the microphone, top right corner, promo code HAM. And Hair Club. Hairclub.com slash ham. Go sign up today. Now to the seg. Mint. Basically, he said that Clay is... He said, no, I didn't, now, he did say, I didn't talk to Clay. But that Clay's not going to be cool when Kevin leaves, not being the second option. This is Stephen A. That Clay can't be Crumb's guy for long. And we always look at Clay, and I think we've talked about this with Draymond, too. Like, no matter how easy going a guy is... Um, no matter how easy you got to go is, you can't just ignore, just assume like we don't have to take care of him because he'll just take care of himself, right? We got to do something to make sure that he's happy. And Stephen A's basically saying, don't assume that like Clay's just going to take care of himself. You got to make sure Clay's happy. Well, to me, there's not much ways to make him feel happy in the series. You got to do whatever you have no, to do. No, to no, win. no, no. Yeah. I, I, I just wonder, you know, I think my big takeaway, and we, you always know this, but you, you kind of forget because the regular season, I, I say it all the time on Twitter, and it, I've never, I believe this more to my core than you'll never be able to convince me otherwise. One has never meant less, and two guys have never truly tried less. And a lot of it is, I'm not saying guys in the 90s, they didn't pick and choose their spots, but they at least played games. Now, you know, if you looked at the top 20 players in the NBA, I bet the average of 15 to 20 games off during the season, some of those are injuries, and a lot of them aren't. And, I, you know, to me, the big thing is that you've seen with Clay Thompson that in the in the playoffs is there are two different types of max players. There's probably five or six true, true max guys, right, that are max alphas. One's not even in the playoffs, LeBron. You have Steph, Kevin, James, Giannis. I mean, Dame's probably on the fence. Jokic maybe be there one day. I oh, wouldn't even max go Max alpha? Him. Max Alpha to get to get you to like, I'd say can carry you to the conference finals and then give you a chance from there. Okay. Like Ky- Kyrie's proven that like when he faces another Max Alpha, what I what I've seen Giannis do to him the last two games, when you just look at 
two alphas on the same court, two max alphas on the same court. One guy's in a different planet. And it is harder for smaller guys. Like Ka- uh, Kawhi left out too. He's a max alpha. Th- there are then, like to me, Kyrie, Clay, Draymond's kind of unique, but I-, I don't even know where to put him, but he's going to get paid. But let's just use Kyrie and Clay. Like those guys have proven they can be the number two on a championship team and be the max, second max, right? But they can't be, like Clay could never be the max alpha. But as long as you have, even if Kevin leaves, you still got Seth. He's your max alpha. Well, then Clay's your max beta. But, and wherever Clay would go, like one of the things I think Stephen A alluded to, like the Clippers, well, if they got Kawhi and Clay, be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Now, the thing the Warriors have over any other team that could max them out would be that they can just pay them more money. And I just hope, because they didn't do, like, they didn't get into it with Steph, but it, I don't think it was seamless. Then it just, it ultimately happened when it had to happen. You got the $200 million. Is Clay 100% at 12 midnight going to get the $200 million? Or whatever his max is. I think it's like 190. Yeah. Because he's like, where is, I would think, but I could see if you're Lake, I'm like, are we sure? And then if that even plays itself out, because the one thing Clay has, like Kyrie would have, or because any max beta, you know, the Clays, the Kyries, the what Chris a couple years ago, that was clear he probably wasn't the A guy, but they, they would have eight teams lined up ready to max them out. So it's not like Clay wouldn't have places to go. I, I just, I don't know. I, 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 I'm still in the camp. I think 100% Clay's going to be back at the max. But it wouldn't totally shock me if they're like, yeah, we'd love to pay him 150 and give ourselves, you know, an extra five or six million to play with each year of, you know, as Kevin leaves moving forward, just extra to kind of sign some guys. He's like, fuck you. I'm not. And I don't blame him. I wouldn't take a penny less if I was him from Joe Lacob. Not a penny less. Yeah. And I'm not sure that he would be as opposed to that as you would be. Um, But I do think. As you think there's a you think there's a chance that he would take less money? I don't know. I'm just saying I don't think just he's Clay. I don't know what he's thinking. I, I can't pretend. That's all. That's my point. It's like I'm just not gonna know say that I know that he absolutely wouldn't if there's a good reason for it. Because um, we've seen other guys on this team do it. Um, but I think I don't think you can argue the Kevin Durant era has been wildly su- as successful as it could be to this point. We'll see if they won a championship this year. But I also don't think – I think back to the conversations we had when he did when he signed. I do think it has inhibited the production of Steph and Clay to a point. Now, okay, you sacrificed to win titles, so maybe it's worth it. Um, but I do think Clay has more to give than he's given just because there's only one ball. Like, there is a ceiling on how good your team can be to a point, which is why, you know, you're always trying to share the ball. But I do think there's just a ceiling when you're playing with two all-time greats, all-time great scorers. And one and one and one of, and one of them is, you know, beside Michael and Kobe, probably the third best isolation scorer ever. Yeah. Or just I mean, you, you, when it's all said and done, is there a chance that he's the? I've had a couple moments where I go, this guy looks like a seven-foot Michael Jordan guy. Right. Like, is but, this guy better? Is he a better player than Kobe? I know L.A. Laker fans would be like, "Middle cough, you fucking hater." Uh, when it's yeah. all said. When it's yeah. all said, when it's all said and done, yeah, I mean, I think so. Yes, and I think even Kobe fans would say, I mean, he's incredible. Like he's going to be in the conversation. That's how good he is. But he's an isolation scorer. Um, 
who's who's I'm I'm not taking anything. Like Kevin's adapted well into this whole thing. You know, it's like he's done as well as he possibly can for his skill set in this group. Yeah, I think they all have. Yeah, they've done. But it's just a think, limitation. But Clay hasn't changed, right? He just gets less kickouts to him because the other 35 shooting. Like he's standing there ready to fire. It's just the ball doesn't always find him. Like if Steph gets double teamed back in the day, it would work its way out because if Steph passed to Draymond, Draymond's looking for 11. Like it just, again, the black hole makes it sound like a bad thing. It's not a bad thing because I would ride Kevin over Clay any day of the week. He's a superior player. It's the right move. Because I even had the thought, and this is where playoff basketball always turns into. So I, I don't know if Clay was a little mad. Like at the end of the day, Clay, like he's the better player. We got to ride. We're trying to win the game. So you, sometimes to me, you got to just ride your Yeah, horse. but I think that goes back to the argument of like, what's better? Like, are you more likely to win a game when Kevin goes for 41 and Clay goes for 15, or when Kevin goes for 32 and but Clay I, I, goes I think, for 20? I think he would. I would think he would argue like last night was. Which is less points. Kevin didn't have 45. He had 34, and it was an impactful 34. He went 12 of 22, Steph 12 of 25. The Clay 5 of 15, and it really felt like there were eight or nine of those shots that didn't even have a chance. They killed him. Yeah, my point, we can break it down however. I'm just saying Kevin isolation, even if it's a volume, a huge number, I don't know if that's always the best recipe to win the game. Now, sometimes you just need it, and he just bails you out. Like He does that a lot, right? Where he's just taking shots that are indefensible, well, here, here's the thing. I, I texted our buddy Dickinson, who was in Houston, and I said, when you see Woj say seismic changes, this was even before Stephen A. said anything today or this morning, I said, well, everyone I think acknowledges and everyone assumes Kevin's going to leave. So to me, that's not a seismic change. That's kind of the inevitable, right? I, I said, do you think, was that Bob leaving? And he's like, yeah. He, he just thought that like the wording was kind of, kind of BS. Like it was just... It, it was a little like Matt Miller's report. Like, what do you mean? You know? To me, because, like, at least Stephen A. was specific. He's like, they better be careful about Clay. So then I go, because you see Warrior's World tweeted a picture of Bob and Steve walking in the arena last night in sweats. Like, they love each other. I, the more I think about it, like, Bob, why would you want to leave working with that guy? So to me, when I see seismic changes and then I see Stephen A., I go, are they 100% sure that this guy is just in the boat? Like, is there a chance, guy? And this is hard because we don't know him that well, and he's always said the other, like, he loves it here. He never wants to leave. His dad even told him, you'd be a nut job to leave here. Like, his NBA father that works for the Lakers has been outspoken about how he tells him, you got the greatest thing going that you're in basketball heaven as a guy that's won championships for the fucking Lakers with Magic Johnson. So you, it's hard to kind of wrap your head around. But the way Stephen A. Stephen A. just didn't do it some hot take, he kind of had some validity, like because he, he kind of is getting the crumbs. So I don't know. I, I, that would be a problem if, if he left. Yeah, but I mean, if Kevin's gone, I don't see how Clay is still getting crumbs. Well, no, but that's a different part. Not, not the crumbs. I'm just saying, like, is there a chance... That if Kevin bounces and they don't give him the full max, he's like, you know what? This lack of respect, I'm gone. Like I, that, that to me, I never even crossed my mind for the first time I kind of did. Gotcha. Now, that even, like, would you be, you I'd would be, be, shocked, I'd be shocked, right? If, if you read Clay Thompson is signed with the LA Clippers. Yes, I would be stunned. I would be too. But I do think my, my I guess my overall point here is you have to admit that 
there is a small possibility that he's not on the Warriors next year, right? I, I would put that number pretty slow, but it's still there. Where I thought it was basically zero before I even started thinking about it. Yeah, the scenario where you go, uh, we need another, we need somebody who's closer to a one than a two. Let's let's hold. Yeah. Let, we're not going to win a title this year. Let's let's hold out for Giannis. Well, so part part of it would not just be Clay. It would be like you know, of your one ninety two or whatever the number is that we can fully pay you, we'll give you one sixty. That's still more than the Clippers or whoever could give you. And Clay, like he should in that position, goes well. Fuck you, and signs with the Clippers for four one forty. But should you, they, know, should you take less money to sign with the Clippers? Like, should you? Well, no, but they give you the full max. So your year, your year average would be more. Well, I know, but it's like, and but you're, you. you're still signing with the Clippers. Like, no, maybe yeah, you could go like, Clippers are on the like, com. I get all that, but. But I'm saying like, they're like, Kawhi's going, you're going to be our number two, and this is, you're going to be Kawhi's your Kawhi's on the way. Like, to me, for him yeah, to leave, the Warriors would have to play a part It takes more than signing out of spite to me to become a Clipper. Well, who else would he, he's not signing with the Lakers? To me, no, that would, but my point is like if you're leaving out of like if you're signing with the Clippers out of spite, like I'd be like well, to me, the, the, the but again, the out of spite is guy. I think if they don't offer him the full max, he will leave, and I think he should because that would be a huge level of disrespect. Slash, but that's I, but you're that's an all or nothing proposition. Like I don't know what the circumstance is there, right? In the same way that Draymond took less money than he could have. The first yeah, time. but remember they were like he didn't have an offer for ninety. Yeah, but he, my point is just like I, I don't think it can be that black and white. I, I think it comes down to always that when it comes to this level and this it's like time to get paid of this huge deal for a basketball player, especially when he just saw his teammate last year. Now, granted, he's accomplished more, but had taken an under market value and then got two hundred million dollars. Right, so he just thinks it's my turn now. I just think that's how these guys think. It's my turn. Yeah, no, he should think that way. I'm just saying, like, not getting the max at midnight is not a reason to become a Clipper in and of itself. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, my point is, if the Warriors risk that by thinking big picture, there, I, I would say that goes from five percent. If you told me right now the Warriors offer him way less than the max, when I say way less, I mean we're still talking 165 million dollars when he could get 190. I would say the chances of him leaving then would go to 50-50 in my mind. If you told me they offer yeah, one, yeah, no, no, what? I don't think you can just roll roll up a soft offer and expect them to come. Yeah, I guess my point is, if the Warriors have the full max on the table, I what you go Middlecoff, What do you think the chances are Clay signs? I'd go ninety nine point nine percent. Yeah, I'd go hundred. So, yeah, well, I mean, I'm I'm going as close to yeah hundred as possible. I'd go full one hundred on that one. Okay, but if I told you they offered them. 155 with a couple side pitches. I'd go, well, you're risk. You have a yeah, major risk. I'm with you. By the way, I was. <laughs> I guess my point, like if it's like, hey, listen, 155, no more crumbs for you, but we're going to try to get, yeah, I don't even know, the Malcolm Brogdon or, you know, do this. And we're going to, our team's going to be better. I'd be like, that's a pretty risky move. That, that's my ultimate point. Yeah, I'm with you. And that's, that's I think, all Stephen A was saying. Yeah, that's I reasonable. thought Stephen A gave a very reasonable take. Uh, I heard Scalabrini talking about Giannis this morning on NBA radio. Yeah. And he was saying, because Giannis, because they're talking about like where Giannis got drafted, went 15th overall. And they were going through the list of guys that went ahead of Giannis. 
Good Anthony, list. Anthony, but no, awful. John, a horrible list. Anthony Bennett, Victor Oladipo. Okay, Otto Porter. This is not. I know this. This is not Hinky's best pick. No, picks. Uh, Otto Porter, Cody Zeller, Alex Len, Nerlens Noel, Ben McLemore, Contavious Caldwell Pope, Trey Burke. Uh, C.J. McCollum. This is this is Michael Carter Williams. I said Pixa. I guess it's not Pixa. He ended up with Nerlens later. Stephen Adams, Kelly Olynyk, Shabazz Muhammad, Giannis. And the story he was telling was, I guess Danny Ainge went before the draft and watched Giannis play in whatever Serie B, whatever league he was in, and saw him was like, yeah, I like him, but you know, I wouldn't, you know, and uh, and passed on him That's or I guess they pass. actually had the next pick but whatever the point was that he didn't like he just wasn't going to yeah. have taken him and then he walks into the summer league gym there's like right at tip off of Giannis's first game they go like up and down the court once and Danny Ainge says to himself oh my god like I just made the biggest mistake of my career not going and getting this guy how would he have got? He would have had a trade up to he get. Probably would have had a trade up, but like but the it was story clear was, the I NBA, think the NBA didn't love him, right? Did well, I think the there team? was a trade before, so Dallas took Olenek. Like Dallas's thing, Scalabrini was saying was like they liked Giannis, but they were committed to their plan, which was keep cap space for Dwight Howard, and for whatever reason they did some things that had nothing to do with Giannis, and like I don't know how that equates to passing on Giannis, but the point is like. They actually liked them, but passed because I, I couldn't even tell you. Or, or maybe that's what it was. It was Dallas and Olenek. That was the Boston deal. That's what well, it was. To me, my, my so big Dallas, thing was... So, so Boston, what, well, they went up ahead. Olenek drafted by Dallas for the Celtics. And they basically traded. And traded it. So Dallas was like, nah, we, we just don't... We want to, I guess, not spend on a first-round pick. Well, to, to me, the killer there guy is... Hinky's whole deal was I'm to every pick I have, I'm swinging for the fucking fence, right? I'm trying to just, I want to accumulate all these picks. So hopefully I just hit a couple home runs. I'll strike out sometimes. Imagine not even taking a swing on that. Cause that's the ultimate home run pick. You got this guy, six eleven that can run like a deer. Now clearly he's improved a lot, but guy, the, the human that I have watched, I'm gonna be honest. I watched maybe two bucks all games all year long. Now I did play him in fantasy a lot. So I knew his numbers were stupid. I knew, but I just wasn't actually. It's different when you just see, yeah, you got 35, 20, and 17. Like, God, that's an unreal box score. And then you, but when you watch it, you go, holy fuck. Did you see last night? I mean, he's like, he was the best player on a court. Like, I don't even, I don't even know who, there shouldn't even be a second best player on the court. Like, he, he's that far ahead of everyone else. He can't even really shoot yet, guy. He's like Shaq. He's like if Shaq had been a wing player. It's just, it's incredible to watch. I don't even think I've ever seen anything quite like it. I know. I'm, and then he's, and he's kind of a dick. Like, he'll dunk on your ass and kind of stare you down. He's a badass. He's awesome. He is awesome. I don't You're think he's right. leaving Milwaukee. I don't think he can totally be discounted and not just win a championship. Like, if they, it'd be harder against the Warriors because the Warriors got more, but just the Rockets. I, yeah, you're right. I, I do think they could win the championship. Yeah. <laughs> He is. Jesus Christ. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.